All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk Live. Good morning. It's Sunday. It's week 17. Good morning, Kyle. Thanks for joining. Good morning, Kyle. Brad, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, pretty carefree day of football for me. Steelers got it all locked up. We'll see if they're the two or the three, but kind of just uh, looking to see all the movement around before the playoffs start. Yeah, yeah, for me, it'll be watching the last game of the season for, for the Patriots. We're not moving on. And, uh, you know, I'm honestly still hoping for a W. I'm not going to um, sit here and hope we lose to the two and three Jets to try and get a better draft position. That's not really my mentality. So um, I hope we beat the Jets. Hope we end the season on a positive note. Seven and nine kind of sucks. Not going to lie. Uh, this is kind of new territory for me as far as the Patriot goes. Um, but, I mean, it'll wrap up what's been uh, – you know, a solid couple of days, Christmas, New Year's. I had vacation this past week. I got a parking ticket in Detroit the other day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, this <laughs> we get some good, some bad, and yeah, but it's football. It's week 17. Anthony, thanks for joining, man. We're just going to go ahead and get started here. What's up, Robbie? Anthony? Robbie, good morning. 4-11 and 11 Falcons are at the 10-5 and 5 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got my Patriot Tom Brady jersey on. Uh, my, my 16th different Jersey, by the way, of the season, I wore a different Jersey every day for the live show. Okay. Um, but I'm taking the, I'm taking the bucks here. They need this W, uh, to kind of conceal that, uh, that five seed there. And I think they'll do that. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's crazy is the, the, this Falcons team all year has been, yeah, they, they've really given people a run for their money. There really hasn't been too many easy wins against the Falcons. And since they've got their new interim coach who <clears throat> has had his interview to be the permanent head coach going forward. But <clears throat> this Falcons team hasn't made it easy on anybody, but <clears throat> the Buccaneers beat them a couple weeks ago. If they're going to see him a second time, I don't really see. I don't really see the Falcons beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. I think they lock up the five seed and. I honestly think they have a pretty easy matchup, whoever they play in the first round. But if any of you guys watching, good morning, Jennifer, Nathan. I mean, if any of you guys really think the Falcons are going to beat the Buccaneers, I'd love to hear why. But I don't really see, I don't really see them giving them uh, too big of a problem. Well, if we remember, these teams just played very recently, a week or two ago, not a week yeah. ago, but two or three weeks ago. And huh. Fal- Falcons were up, I believe, seventeen to zero, twenty-four-seven. 24-7. Yeah, they had to come back. Yeah. They had to come back. And Tampa Bay ended up coming back and winning the game. The Falcons obviously um, gave everything they could to the Kansas City Chiefs as well. So uh, the Falcons aren't going to lay down for this game. But I think it'll no. just at the end of the day, Tampa's going to want this one a little bit more, and I think they'll get it done. <clears throat> and, yeah, Nathan, uh, we'll get there in a couple minutes. But, yes, uh, the Dolphins do need a couple things to happen if they don't beat the Bills today. So, um, yeah, I just, when you look at Brady, um, his second look at the Falcons defense this year, um, at, especially with it being so recent, you saw what they were able to do in the second half after some adjustments were made. Uh, I think they scored 17 straight points, kind of ending the half and coming out of the half. Um, I just like the Buccaneers to take care of business here. Um, I don't think this is, I don't think we should spend too much time worrying about the Falcons, but they did almost beat the Chiefs last week. They had a big lead on the Buccaneers last time they played, so anything can happen. But <clears throat> I got the Bucks. 
I'll start going with the Bucks. We'll move on to this next one's fun. This next Good one's one. fun. Yep. It'll be it'll be fun from one o'clock until uh, you know, roughly ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night when we find out the winner of the next the later game. But uh Cowboys are six and nine. They're gonna be at the New York Giants who are five and ten. The winner of this game will be the division leader until Sunday night kicks off and we find out who wins that game. So obviously they need to win this game. Both teams need to win this game to make the playoffs and they need Washington to lose later in the Sunday night game, which we'll get, we'll talk about in a little bit. What is your take on this one? Who, who comes out of this one as the potential favorite going into Sunday night? Well, first of all, I'd like to say this is a big one. Um, one of the bigger games of the day. So I'd like you guys to comment who you think is going to win. I'm interested. We got a we got a nice group here in the in the live show today. So yeah. I'm curious who you guys think, Cowboys or or Giants. Put up your scores too. But um, I like the Cowboys. Um, before the year, I know we were we were big on Andy Dalton, um, being one of the better backups. Um, what he did in Cincinnati and and when he came in, it was a little shaky. But I know around like week eight or nine, you know it's. A little more sketchy than I thought, but I had the Cowboys winning the division. Um, I'm actually going to stick to that pick. I think they take care of business against the Giants today. I think Daniel Jones has a problem with, with turnovers, and I really like what this Cowboys offense has been able to do over the past three, four weeks, scoring about 30 points a game over the past month. I think the Cowboys get it done, and I actually think we see the Cowboys in in the postseason. But um I see everyone who's not a Cowboys fan. Well, now Nate, but see a lot of people, Giants, Cowboys. But I see a pattern. Everyone thinks it's going to be about three to four points. Uh, No blowouts here, which I expect as well. Uh, If I had to give a a score, I think I'd go Cowboys 27, Giants 17. I think it'll be a 10-point game. I, I think the Cowboys offense takes off and I, I think it puts a little too much pressure on Daniel Jones. And although it's not in the playoffs, this is a playoff game in a way. I just I like the Cowboys. I think their defense has been playing a little better than they were at the beginning of the season. Good morning, David. But um what do you got, Jeff? What do you think? Yeah, good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, David. Good morning, Nate. Everybody's jumping in here and giving their opinions. Yeah. Last last week, Cowboys played the Eagles. I told you guys on the live show that Jalen Hurts would probably have a better stat line and be the one that everyone's talking to before the game. But after the game, we would be talking about what Andy Dalton was able to do. I 100% nailed that. Uh, Andy Dalton has been really, honestly, incredible. Uh, it sparked a lot of conversation this week as far as, you know, Colin Cowherd basically said that they're, they're equal quarterbacks, him and Dak. Um, I may disagree with that. I think Dak is a better leader at the podium, leader on the field and leader in the locker room than Andy Dalton. But I think Andy Dalton can make a lot of the same throws that Dak can. And at the end of the day, I don't think you're losing the production that you lost with Dak early in the year. Obviously Dak was thrown for an S ton of yards, but, um, as of right now, the Cowboys are doing something that Dak wasn't able to do early in the year and that's win. So without um, Zeke, really. yeah, without Zeke, I mean, truly without Zeke. Five touchdowns like, on the year, three fumbles, I think. Yeah, I like the Cowboys to <clears throat> not only steal this game, but as Nick alluded to a minute ago, they're going to steal the NFC East um, coming out of absolute nowhere. Uh, and we'll talk about that again later, how they're going to do that. But I like the Cowboys to win. 
I would just like to point out that hypothetical, if the Cowboys make the playoffs, and even though they're the home team in the four seed, upset the Buccaneers, Andy Dalton would have more playoff wins for the Cowboys than he would for the Bengals. He just wins one playoff game. So you would, you would like the Cowboys in a matchup over the Bucks. I would not like them. I'm just saying if they were to upset oh, them. Hypothetical, hypothetical. I'm just saying Andy player. Dalton would need one playoff win. Yeah. To beat the amount of playoff wins he's had in, in Cincinnati his whole career. I'll do you one better. Uh-oh. He would need one playoff win to tie Tony Romo and Dak for their entire stretches. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, oh. truly, hey, hey, I'm just telling how it is, That's man. gross. I'm just telling That's how disgusting. it is. It is. It really is kind of gross if you think about it. Uh, we'll keep it moving here. This is going to be a big one, though. I'll throw a poll up after the after the pod. Yeah, I really want to know where people are at with Cowboys Giants. And you know, honestly, maybe maybe we'll just throw up the pod. Who's winning the NFC East today? Maybe that'll be the that'll be a better poll. Honestly, let's just I'll put. Look that at all in. these outs. Yikes, dude! That's nasty. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah, oh. I, I'm sorry. I got to be the guy. I, I got it. Somebody's hey, got to do it. Back to the facts. Back Thanks. Uh, we'll keep it moving. <clears throat> This is a this is a, a barn burner here. The two and three Jets are at the six and nine Patriots. <clears throat> We're not going to spend a ton of time on this. Uh, I'll ask this question and then I'll ask a second question. Who starts at quarterback for New England today? Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Okay. I think it probably will be Jared Stidham. That's my opinion. But regardless, who wins today? Um, the Jets are definitely playing better as of right now than the Patriots. Um, I still don't think – I think the Jets roster is too weak to beat a Bill Belichick coach team personally. Uh, last time they played, they, they they gave them a scare, but they had two 50-plus yard touchdowns or something like that. It was like two real deep balls. Mm-hmm. And Joe Flacco was playing. It was just a real weird game. Uh, no Frank Gore. I think he really matters to this team even in year 57. Um I think the Patriots get it done at home. Uh, I think the Patriots get it done at home, and the Jets end at two and fourteen, which is two more wins than I thought they would have. Yeah, so. yeah, I think you're probably onto something. I, I I'm taking Jared Stidham, and I'm taking the Patriots at home, not just as a homer pick, but because I think they're able to win this game. Um, they'll do enough in the ground game, and if Jared Stidham is playing, I'm I'm sort of excited about where the, maybe the passing game is at. But I'm I'm with you. I think uh, I don't know if I'd ever be excited to see Jared Stidham play quarterback. No. Yeah, you know, tr- truthfully, yes, you're you're 100 right. But at the same token, if there is any sort of chance that he's going to be the starting quarterback next year, I want to see him in a in a, yeah. a full week of practice and start from point A and point B against again the worst team in the league. And if you can't beat them, no thanks, no uh, thanks. Just a real quick note on that. I think we should switch to the Jaguars being the worst team in the league. That's fair. That's fine. But either way, but but team, um, I don't think the Jets are going to end on a two-game win streak. Um, yeah. Patriots. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you. I'm yeah. uh, trying to find the inactives for today. There's lots of them. Yeah, I put one up in the group yesterday. Gosh, there was between there's... people resting. COVID and injuries, there's... 
Yeah, traditionally when when Scheffler tweets it out, it's one it's one tweet. It's three tweets today. So for the Patriots, Jets, Gore and Damian Harris, so both leading running backs are out. I don't think it matters. I think Patriots still get it done, but we'll yeah, keep it moving. Not honestly, spend if you're not a Patriots or Jets fan, I don't know if this game is going to be watched yeah. at all. No. Uh, six and nine Vikings are at the five and ten Lions. This one also doesn't have a whole lot of implications. Nothing. If I'm, yeah, yeah nothing. almost. Yeah, nothing. Uh, no Dalvin Cook, no Kenny Galladay. Uh, Stafford's really beat up, but is expected to play. Um, I I sort of like the Lions here. No, you don't. I do. You don't. I haven't called the Lions a lot this year, but when I have, they've won. Not this time. I like the Lions. No run Tell game. I like the Lions. What? Why do you like the Lions? What What makes you think the Lions got over the Vikings? Honestly, because the Vikings are going to – they're going to abandon the run this week. And when they, they become one-dimensional, they throw it 30 times, they lose. Period. That's my only reason. Is I think his name's Madison. I don't remember yeah. the, the name it's of Al- it. I think it's but, Alex Madison. or But yeah. you're right. It's Madison. But – when Dalvin Cook was hurt a few games this year, he ran the ball really well. I think this passing attack is going to have little to no resistance with this Lions team. Uh, since they fired their coach, they, they're missing coaching staffs. You know, the quarterbacks beat up. I still think the Vikings will run the ball. Even with bad corners, I think the defense is better than the Lions. I don't think there's very many positions on the field today where I don't favor the Vikings. I think they're just a better roster. And – yeah, see, I, I agree with Robbie. This Madison guy, you know, if not for the Vikings, he might have a chance to prove himself to go somewhere else next year and be maybe a lead back for a different team. Um, I think it's a good showcase game for him. Justin Jefferson's trying to lock up Rookie of the Year. Adam Thielen's in Pro Bowler. Kirk Cousins. I still think this team has plenty of firepower in offense. And, you know, maybe it's because I got 20 bucks today. If the, if the Lions lose, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet from a month ago. So I'm kind of rooting for him there. But this Lions team does not. There's no part of this team that scares me. None. Wait, wait, time out. Maybe I was drinking that day. Do we have a bet on the Lions? Not you. It's not you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Garrett Ferguson, you're in here somewhere, bro. Better be cheering for those Detroit Lions. Well, we'll keep it moving here. Dog check. Who's in here? Who's rooting for the Browns today? Let's I need to hear Browns from you guys. Come on. Get up, get up in this chat. This is the game. This game's for the division, right? I remember you guys a few weeks ago. You guys are about to take the North here, right? You guys took care of business? Yeah. Get out of here. Chirp, chirp. 12 yeah. and 3 Steelers are at the 10 and 5 Browns. Browns are going to have uh, as many fans as the stadium as they're allowed to have. Uh, it'll be a wild one. They need a W. They have to come away with a W today. Uh, we know Big Ben ain't starting. Brad, I'll let you go. Who's winning Nate, this I know, one? <clears throat> Nate, uh, from the past month or so on our Facebook, I, I totally understand how hard it is for you to um, to root for the Steelers here. I, I understand it's going against everything you stand for. However, it's the right decision. Um, however, I don't know what's been going on with the Browns. You know, the COVID facility, they've shut down like two or three days. <clears throat> At least that will make for good excuses the last two weeks when you guys lose, um, you know, the COVID stuff. So when you're looking at the Browns, um, it's a little bit interesting for them to get into the playoffs. They can straight up win or they need the Colts to lose. 
after that, it gets like real funky. They need Tennessee to lose and Baltimore, Indianapolis, and Miami to all win. So it's a they really need to win this game. Um, I don't know how many players are out for the Browns, even if they don't have, you know, they haven't been practicing, but I don't know how many players are missing. Um, but the Steelers don't have Marquise Pouncey. They don't have Ben Roethlisberger. They don't have TJ Watt. They don't have Cameron Hayward. And Joe Hayden just went on the COVID list. So they're without a majority of important starters. However, Mason Rudolph was one and one against them last year, but that was with a full defense. I think the the Steelers obviously have less pressure and they can be unpredictable. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see maybe a fake punt today from the Steelers. They haven't run one all year. Um, maybe sh- short down fourth, fourth down and shorts. We're going to be going for a lot of those to see what we have in our offense. Denzel Ward's out again and. You know, even if you guys make the playoffs, that's the big worry about the Browns is outside of Miles Garrett, they haven't really had, you know, maybe you guys can tell me I'm wrong, but I haven't seen too many playmakers outside of Miles Garrett on that defense. So to go with like what Nick Wright said, if you said before the season, the Browns, excuse me, gosh, darn it, Browns go 10 and 6 and barely miss the playoffs, you know, that would maybe be a step in the right direction. But if you say that the Browns are 10 and 4 with the Jets and the Steelers B team as their last two games and then they went 10 and 6, that's tough. So, I know how nervous Browns fans are because there's a lot lot of stuff going on in this game and it would be embarrassing to lose to Mason Rudolph, but it would be stupid for me to not pick the Steelers to win this game. I've picked them 16 times this season, this being the 16th time. Something about Steelers playing the Browns, I just, until, look, we have a rule on the podcast. I'm going to take you guys all back to day one. The Browns are the Browns until they are not the Browns. Today we'll see if they are not the Browns anymore. But until then. This is a rule. That's a rule on the pod. I'm looking for the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat them. Let, let Let me pose this question. So if the Browns lose today, it opens up for the Ravens to make the playoffs, correct? The Ravens, um, it's one of the couple ways. But the only team out of the five AFC teams that doesn't control their own destiny is the Colts. So the Ravens just have to win and they're in. Correct. Okay. So if the Ravens win and the Browns lose, the Ravens would move up a spot. Would they have to play the Steelers is my question to you. Well, Right now, the Steelers play the sixth seed, which is currently the Ravens. However, if the Steelers upset the Browns, which is the scenario that we're posing right now, it would all depend on Miami. Because if Miami beats the Ravens, the Steelers go to the two seed. If Miami loses, the Steelers are at the three seed regardless. I was just wondering if almost the Steelers could throw the game so they don't have to see the Ravens. Obviously, the Ravens gave them two absolute dogfights. You don't think that's a scenario? The Steelers have little to... Uh, the only thing the Steelers could do on purpose is throw the game to stay at the three seed. I don't think that's a thing. We're resting our starters. We're going to go out and try and win the game. We rested some of the guys we feel like we can't afford to get hurt, which is why yeah. I'm surprised that Minko wasn't on that list, to be honest with you. But Who knows how much he plays? 
Yeah, maybe, and, maybe maybe they feel they they can keep him out of trouble and pick off Baker Mayfield yeah, today it, and, and win the game. That we just might see Minka as the lone deep safety all game, kind of yeah. just playing center field. Don't give up the big play. You know. Anthony, oh my gosh. So let's let's put it this way. <laughs> let's put it this way. If the Browns lose today and miss the playoffs, they only lost two games all year outside of division. It's because they couldn't beat their big brothers. 0-4 against the Ravens and Steelers is what would keep you guys out of the playoffs. I wonder how bad of a taste that would leave in your mouth. That That but, is rough. But the Browns are full health. They Theoretically, they should win this game. We'll see what happens. Um, it's it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting matchup because of the starters, starters, rest of the stuff. <laughs> I can't, I can't the, with this. The name of your stadium is for the owner of the Bengals. He named it Paul Brown. No, it's first energy. It's first energy. Oh, now. they changed it. Okay, yeah, my bad. My bad. Bought, it's sponsored. First yeah. energy. <laughs> All I know is is. Anthony, I love this energy. I think the best part about sports is the banter. But if they lose, I want you to keep this same energy. Okay? That's it. That's all I'm asking. Oh boy. Let's let's keep it let's keep it NFC AFC North here. Ravens Catch ten and five. Let's let's not let's not limit this to Heinz. Catch up is okay. Oh gosh. Ten and five Ravens at the Bengals for ten and one. Bengals have uh, they have just yeah. as many wins without Burrow as they did with them. That's what's really weird about this season. It just goes to show you how weird the Bengals are. But um, Ravens roll. Yeah, Bengals are the better team here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ravens beat them bad. Ravens beat them bad. I I don't have much to say here. The Bengals. Are- I don't either. Yeah, the Bengals have had some decimate them. I don't think the Bengals have enough playmakers to deal with the style of, like, the rush attack that the Ravens have with Lamar. It seems like every time, every time, I agree, Nathan, 100%. Um, but every single time the Ravens play the Bengals, it's like Lamar has, like, three highlight tapes. And it's like, I, I don't know. He just, I feel like this is one of the easiest locks for this AFC. Like, they're beating the Bengals. If they don't, that'd be <clears throat> insane. I'd be yeah. I'd be cool if the Ravens missed the playoffs. I think this one has a, a ton of storyline going into it. So you got the ten and five Dolphins at the twelve and three Bills. Bills are locked in. Yeah. They have won the division. They have won the East. Um, but they can move up or down, correct? They can't move up, but if they lose and the Steelers win. They swap with them two and three. Okay, so they could move down. Um, the Dolphins have to win, have to win. They must win, correct? Well, that's the easiest way for them to get in. But okay. the Dolphins are probably going to be in the playoffs, I think. Well, I don't know. They either have to win or Baltimore or Cleveland or Indianapolis. If one of those three teams loses, they're in. So win for sure, and then otherwise, if they basically they they're not the last team out. They just need somebody else to lose. Correct. But Baltimore <clears throat> plays the Bengals. The Colts play the Jaguars, and Cleveland plays Steelers B team. Okay. Which all three of those teams are favored to win today, I believe. Okay. 
Well, with that being said, who are you taking for today? Um, well, the Dolphins are without their their closing pitcher. So Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to play. He's on the COVID list. Yeah. That makes it a little interesting. Um, I feel like the Dolphins are such a big storyline because we don't know if the Bills are resting anybody. I think the Bills are the better team. The last time they played, it was a three-point game. This Dolphins defense and this Bills offense are both playing lights out, so you've got strength against strength there. I think this is a true 50-50 game, and I'm just going to boil it down to I like the Bills quarterback more. If if the Bills are going to play all their starters and go and go try and win this game, clinch the two seed, I, I see them winning the game. Um, and and if that's true, there there is this big you know Tua. He's been benched. He has been subbed out in multiple games, and they're currently sitting with the third overall pick in the draft and a lot of draft capital. Is this a make-or-break game for Tua in year one, or are they going to stick with him? I don't know. But um, outside of the Steelers game, this will be one that I'm watching heavily because, I, I, I don't know, I, it would be crazy for the Dolphins to miss the playoffs. I, I don't think they're the worst team of the 10-5 and five teams trying to get in. Um, but I think the Bills win at home. You know, Miami's coming up. It's going to be a cold-weather game. Josh Allen, if, like I said, if they play all their starters, the Bills are arguably the hottest team in the NFL right now. Yeah. I like the Bills, unfortunately, Nathan. Uh, that's not to say the Dolphins don't have a chance. They absolutely have a chance. But um, I would take the Bills here. I'm with you. I, I'm taking the Bills, too. But I love the Dolphins to keep this close. They'll do a hell of a better job than New England did last week. Um, I think it'll be a dogfight, but two will be will be the reason they lose. It won't be the defense's fault. I think the defense will, will play a hell of a game today. They need to. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think Josh Allen and the Bills are just too much for what a young quarterback can do for the Dolphins. Yeah. So Ryan, <laughs> we'll keep coach of the year. He's he's certainly he's certainly in the conversation. He's done absolutely. a fantastic job and and a lot of a lot of coaches would have uh, botched the balancing act he's done at quarterback because it's really unorthodox, but it's been working. And uh, the way he's built the team over the last two years, I I think he's absolutely a candidate, Nick. They have to make the playoffs, Nick. In my opinion, if they don't, I think it'll go overlooked. Uh, and then at that point, it would be maybe Kevin Stefanski if they make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs. I don't know. I think the the coaching race would then be wide open. The coach of the year would probably be wide open. You'd almost have to go with. Uh, I don't even know. Probably Andy Reid. Uh, you go with Andy. Uh, who's the who's the coach of the Packers? Help me out. Oh man, um, Matt Lafleur would probably that at that point, in my opinion, probably elevate himself. We'll keep we'll keep it moving. Uh, this is a four twenty five start time. The 11 and 4 Seahawks are at the 6 and 9 49ers. Niners have played everybody in the division extremely tough. It seems like everybody else, they've either won or gotten blown out. Uh, I expect this to be a close one, but at the end of the day, Seahawks pick up the W somehow, some way. Robbie, Robbie, that's a good call. Um, uh, Rivera, yeah, he has, he's up there too. Absolutely, Ron yeah. Rivera can yeah. win the coach of the year, but I think it would have to be only 
It's tough. I don't know how you could because the Dolphins and Browns can't both miss the playoffs. And if one of them gets to the playoffs, I think they would be the favorite. And Ron Rivera, he would have to make the playoffs. And, I mean, their record would only be 7-9. and nine. So yeah. to give a 7-9 and nine team the coach of the year, would be, it'd be a slap in the face of the award. Not that I don't think that Ron Rivera deserves it. I mean, he freaking beat cancer. I mean, hell. I mean, that alone gets you the coach of the year. But I don't think it's not enough. It's a slap in the face of the award. Yeah. Well, we'll keep it. We'll we'll talk Seahawks Niners here. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Seahawks. Um, I am also taking the Seahawks, but um, I'm going to talk about just three teams real quick. Um, the first seed in the NFC is between three teams. <laughs> there's there's three teams. So the Packers, if the Packers win, or if Seattle loses, they're the one seed. The Saints, if they win. Green Bay loses and Seattle wins. They're the one seed. And the Seahawks, who we're talking about now, if they win and the Saints and Packers both lose, they're the one seed. So they have a lot to play for here. The one, two, and three could all be moved around. Um, I kind of like the 49ers here. Spoil the party a little bit. At the end of the season. Interesting. Um, um, George Kittle is a nightmare matchup for the um, Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks defense has played a lot better, but it seems like the 49ers have a decent way to run the ball against everybody, whether that's um, just better talent up front or Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> um, that's, I don't know. I just like the 49ers at home. Nothing to play for. They usually have a pretty good record in division. I like them to spoil spoil their first seed chances and, and go out with a win here for the 49ers. If you guys are reading this uh this chat from Anthony here, he says, are we going to mention that Jeff fell through a chair and it wasn't live on the podcast, and that's a shame? So essentially I'm, I'm over with my daughter right behind me, and we were building Legos the other day, and I literally fell through a bar stool. I have a giant bruise on my, on my right thigh with a cut. It hurt. If you guys if you guys follow me on Snapchat, my wife shared it, I think. Um, or my follow my wife on Snapchat, I should say. She shared it. But I I I I'm kinda shocked you're going Niners here, honestly. Yep. I'm kinda shocked you're going Niners. I just think the Seahawks at this point, they're they've proved everything they need to prove. I mean, you pointed it out Tuesday. This defense isn't the same defense we've seen from earlier in the year. It's different, it's better. Um Shockingly, their offense hasn't been as good. But at the end of the day, Russell Wilson will find a way to get this done. And, uh, I mean, heck, the game's not even – the game's in Arizona. Yeah. It's not, it's not even in California. It's a dome game. Um, I don't know. I like, I, like the, I like the Seahawks here. They need this W. They need, I mean, the they need some more momentum. The favorite team. And they should be. Last time they played, they beat them by 10 points back in uh, the beginning of November. I don't know. I don't know. I just – 49ers ending the season with six wins doesn't sit right with me. I, I just think they get it done. Okay. We'll keep moving. Eight and seven Cardinals are at the nine and six Rams. There's a lot of playoff implications here. Do you have them in front of you? Yeah, I've got some of them. Let me, uh, go, with the, let me go with the facts here. Jared Goff is out. Okay, he will not play 
Um, I believe that is it as far as notable names for the Cooper game. Cup. Cooper Cup is also out. And so is Daryl Henderson, if you guys are, I mean, if you follow yeah, the running I, back game. He's the third worst he's like, Yeah, he's like their second or third yeah, string. So. Yeah. So they got lots of young backs. Henderson's out. Cup's out. Jared Goff's out. I don't see how you can give the Rams this game. Their defense is primarily healthy, but I don't think they're going to do much on offense. You're starting a rookie. I'm I'm going Cardinals here. They'll find a way to get it done. I think it's low scoring because the Rams will keep it close, though. Yeah, um, you got Jalen Ramsey against DeAndre Hopkins. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, But no Jared Goff, no Cooper Cup. It'd be hard to say that the Rams are going to win, especially when they've been losing with those two guys. Yeah. Um, As far as uh, clinching a wild card spot goes, uh, Cardinals need to win. If they lose, they're done. The Cardinals lose, they're out of the playoffs. They need to win. Okay. Uh, the Rams, if they win, they're in. But if they lose, they need the Bears to lose to Green Bay. Okay. The Bears. Pretty simple. Yep. The Bears are in if they win, um, because they're either ahead of the Cardinals or knock off the Rams. And um, if they lose to Green Bay, they need the Cardinals to lose. So um, if the Rams beat the Cardinals, Rams and Bears are in. The other, the Packers game doesn't even matter for the Bears. Um, but again, if the Cardinals do beat the Rams, the Bears need to win to get in, which means <clears throat> if the Cardinals do beat this hurt Rams team, we could see the Rams potentially miss the playoffs after being seven and three. Be insane, but yeah, I also do this game. Think the Cardinals take care of business simply because the the injuries on the offensive side for the Rams, but this defense on their day can really win you a game. And uh, Sean McVay is a really good coach. So even with a, a backup quarterback, I'd like for him to have a really good system that's going to you know, help him. So who knows? Maybe we could see, see the Rams come out and you know, play a little bit better. But uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm with you. Taking the Cardinals here. And, you know, I, the Cardinals are a playoff team. And I'm going to give you your props. You called that from the beginning of the year, um, but they would be. They've definitely had their their issues, and I think they'll be a fun watch in the playoffs. I think they're very limited in a lot of areas, but they're as fun as any team when you're watching them on a Sunday. They really are. They have a quarterback that's fun to watch. They have a couple of receivers that are fun to watch. They get it done in a lot of ways. They play in a dome, so they're kind of high-flying up and down the field. Um, the Rams – fully deserve to be in the playoffs. It, it kind of sucks they're not going to make it. But if they don't, okay, if for some reason they don't, here's my my lone problem. They're going to finish the year 9-7. and seven. And I've pointed this off multiple times. Four of those wins are against the worst division in football, okay, the NFC East. And I'll also say this. They got all of those wins in the first five weeks of the year when the NFC East was an absolute abomination. They've kind of coasted to being under 500 cents, if you think about it. So it's like, now they've beaten the brakes off some good teams. But at the end of the the day, they lost the Jets, you know? And I don't know. At the end of the day, if if they miss the playoffs, it's it's not Uh, heartbreaking. Appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Good luck to your Dolphins today, my guy. 
Yeah, Nate, if you enjoyed this, man, on Tuesday we're going to drop a playoff prediction episode. We typically do power rankings, but uh, this week it'll be a full wild card weekend predictor, and uh, hopefully you can listen to that too. So, Steven, thanks for joining. We'll uh, we'll keep it moving here. The 1-14 Jaguars are at the 10-5 Colts. The Jaguars have one win. Do you remember who that win was against? It was against the Colts week one. I know what you're saying here. Or were week you joking with me? I'm just joking around, but it's their one win came against the Colts week one. It's now week 17. They've had 16 more weeks to prepare for this team again. Can they get the W? Um, no, but I got to I got to level with you guys. Um, big weekend for me here. All of you have been up to date week by week with my survival league. Um, I have the Colts. I'm feeling good about it last week to, to secure the bag. Um, I don't think the Colts lose to the Jaguars and just to make it a little more fun, um, one of the last three guys remaining and the other two guys are currently locked in on the Cleveland Browns against my backup Steelers. So it should be a really interesting day for me to see what happens. However, this Colts team, it was week one. They had a new rookie safety. Xavier Rhodes' first game at corner. DeForest Buckner' first game on the squad. Phillip Rivers' first game for the Colts. New rookie running back in Jonathan Taylor. Their rookie wide receiver from the second round was out. I, they were a new team, and Rivers had three turnovers, and they lost by, like, a field goal. These two teams are completely different. Um, the quarterback, whoever it is for the Jaguars, they know they're not going to be there next year. They, they they don't really have it. They're somehow not Pro Bowl, arguably Rookie of the Year. One of the top five leading rushers, James Robinson, out of this game. They don't really have many playmakers on defense. Um, the Jaguars have been pretty much blown out the last two weeks. Um, they got beat really bad by the Bears. Um, what was that two weeks ago? Um, but the Jaguars aren't playing good now. They had one upset win week one, and they lost 14 straight. Let's not overthink this. They're not going to beat the Colts here in week 17. Colts win. 100% agree. I do want to point out something. So yesterday on the on the Real Talk page, I did share that the NFL Network is reporting that Urban Meyer has come to agreement to be the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. You're like, well, nobody else is reporting it. Well, first off, here's the problem. Doug Monroe is still the head coach. <laughs> He's the head coach today and won't be dismissed until at least after the game. Maybe even Black Monday, you know, the, the day where all the coaches get fired, essentially. Um, I believe by next weekend, Urban Meyer will be the head coach of the football team. That's why it's being reported. Otherwise, NFL Network and their credibility wouldn't obviously have jeopardized that. But um, interesting with the Jaguars. Lots to talk about there. We won't do it today. Uh, I like the Colts here. We'll keep moving. The ten and five Tennessee Titans are at the eleven or four and eleven Texans. If they somehow lose to the Texans today and the Colts somehow or will beat the Jags, um, obviously those teams could flip, um, and the Colts could be hosting in a playoff game. I don't think that'll happen. I think the Titans bounce back and beat the Texans. Some of you might be sitting there. Wanting to say, but Deshaun Watson, Texans aren't good, guys. Texans are not a good football team. 
I will and say this. I will say this. They, they won't get pressure on Watson, and Watson will have a day. So if you're doing DraftKings, start him. He'll have a day. It won't be enough. It will not be enough. And I know last time they took him into overtime, but this Texans team is already a little bit different than they were. But, yes, I, you know, I guess I really didn't think about that. Deshaun Watson's not going to have pressure, and I believe he has the second-best QBR in the league. I told you what their yards per play was the yeah, other day. It's, it's as good as Kansas City's. So, yeah. actually, with maybe they exploit the Titans' weaknesses on defense, and this can be closer because maybe it's just a nightmare matchup because Deshaun Watson's just that good. And maybe in the back of our minds, it's just like Titans missing the playoffs doesn't really sound like it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, if the Titans lose, they just need the Ravens, Colts, or Dolphins to lose, and they're still in. Um, I like them to take care of business. Um, the tight te- te- Texans haven't really been convincing all year. They had a little stretch where they were a little hot, but then they lose, you know, they lose Will Fuller and their offense kind of loses its punch. And this defense can't stop anything either for the Texans. I think last time when it went to overtime, both teams scored over 40, wasn't it? Or in the high 30s, something crazy. Yeah, so- it was the highest scoring game. I like the Titans yeah. to just take care of business. Uh, Derrick Henry didn't really get it going last last week. Um, you know, maybe he wants that final push to try and hit 2,000 yards. I think he needs 223, which scary thing is it's doable for him. So um, Yeah, it's a lot, the- but it is doable. Yeah, I like the Titans to take care of business against the Texans getting to the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. And regardless, I don't think Derrick Henry is losing the rushing title. Even if he doesn't have 200, I well, mean, he's, he's got, he's, close enough, he's not playing. Yeah. He's up by a lot of yards got at this it. point. Seven and eight Raiders at the five and 10 Broncos. No implications whatsoever. Raiders have kind of been a downfall. Um, I don't know. I'll take the Raiders, but it would not shock me in the slightest if the Broncos won this game. I'm going to do the same thing. Broncos finish or Raiders finish eight and eight. Yep. Um, which is seven more wins than I thought, or five more wins than I thought they would have. Um, but yeah, I mean, I truly, I pointed this out. As yeah. soon as I lost the bet with the Raiders, they became the team that I thought I was betting on. Yeah. I mean, they they really overachieved, in my opinion. This is the team that back in our our AFC West prediction episode, we went in on the Raiders. We just thought that they were they were yeah. a good football team. We agreed on that. They were well coached. But the teams around them got better. They lucked out that Denver had a ton of injuries. They're, we forget how injured Denver really is, okay? Um, the Chargers were not really what we thought they were, but Herbert was better than we thought he could be already at this point. So that kind of, you know, evened out a little bit. Um, but they beat the freaking Chiefs. We didn't expect them to beat the Chiefs. They beat the Saints. We didn't expect them to beat the Saints. Um, even week one, we both picked the Panthers. They, they beat the Panthers. So, you know... That I think the Raiders, if you're a Raiders fan today at 8-8, eight and eight, I don't think you can be upset. I really don't. I think you guys overachieved. Really, I do. Um, but look out for next year. You know, your, your GM's hitting on picks. You guys are, you guys get better every week. Um, yeah, Vegas is, Vegas is an uprise for sure, but this wasn't the year, and we knew that from the get. We never bought in on the Raiders being an elite team. And, uh, yeah, here we are. So we'll keep it moving here. The Sorry, i got to charge my phone. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, sorry, but by the way, guys, whoever's tuning in, sorry for last week when my phone just kind of hung up. I I didn't get the alert that my phone was dying. So, 
six and nine Chargers are at the fourteen and one Chiefs. Chiefs are benching Patch Mahomes. He's not going to play at all. Uh, I would assume Kelsey and, and Tyler also resting. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm rooting for the Chiefs shockingly in this game, only because Chad Henney starting at quarterback, former Michigan guy, go blue. Um, but I think the Chargers have finally started to catch some momentum. They've won a few games over the last couple of weeks, and I think the Chargers will actually get the W in Kansas City. I do too, and I think this offense has completely changed since Austin Eckler's comeback. Um, we forget kind of what he was last year, and he yeah. hurt the knee, and he came back, and he's given that offense another dimension, a nice little piece for both the receiving and rushing game. Uh, the Herbert Allen connection has been fuego this whole season. You've got uh, Hunter Henry and um, Mike Williams. The whole offense has been moving and grooving. Um, and if you're not going to have Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill on the other side, I think the defense will be able to play a good enough game. And Chiefs don't care that they're 14 and two. They got the one seed and a little two week rest for their big starters. And I think the Chargers can get it done here. And you know, even with all the weapons, they gave them a real scare. It took two 50 plus yard field goals to beat them in a crazy end of the game. Tyreek Hill deep ball. So yeah, like the Chargers to take this one. Yeah. Well, let's get into another one. This one will be a, a really fun matchup, in my opinion. Uh, 425. This is the game to watch at 425, in my opinion. It's the 12-3 and three Packers at the 8-7 and seven Bears. The Packers are playing everybody today. They're trying to lock up the one seed. Bears are playing everybody. They're trying to get into the playoffs. Before we go into any farther, what are the scenarios for the Bears to make the playoffs today? They have to win, or they need the Rams to beat the Cardinals. So win and you're in. Okay, or beat the Cardinals for the Rams today without their quarterback. Okay, so before we go any farther, I do want to point this out. So Aaron Rodgers currently sitting at 44 touchdowns on the year. He needs one to tie a career high, two to break it. Um, I think that as good as the Bears have been, I think the Packers put one last scare on the league before they start the playoffs because truly this team is – they're looking really good, like really, really good. I think Rodgers throws four touchdowns a day, and they, they just obliterate the Bears, and the Bears need help. That's my prediction. I think they obliterate them. I know the you Pack- want to go Bears. Tell me yeah, why. Pa- Packers are the better team. Absolutely. Pa- Packers should win this game, and if it comes to you guys putting money on any of this, I would go with the Packers. However, I believe this year the Bears are 7-3 and three with Mitch Trubisky, I think is their record. Mitch Trubisky, he did have two picks, but he also threw for three touchdowns the last time they played him. I think this team is playing with Mojo, and they're one of the hottest teams of the last month that's not really being talked about as such. They had an incredible start and an incredibly bad middle of the season. They got Mitch Trubisky back. Rodgers throws six touchdowns within three quarters to hit 50 on the year. All right, Nick, that's – bold prediction is correct. Um, You know he wants to hit 50. It's only been done three times. He wants to hit 50. He does. And and I wonder if maybe all these records makes him force a few things. Um, Shut down Devontae Adams or it's over. The only problem with that, Connor, is I don't think that's possible. 
unless you can convince the refs to get a 12th man on the field, and then maybe you can stop Devontae Adams yeah. because he's just that good. I see what Absolutely. you're saying, Levy. He's just, he's just that good. And when you have Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, it's a nightmare matchup. You almost have to double and put a safety over the top to try and make Valdez Scantling and Lazard beat you. I can't tell you why. It's just one of those gut feelings. The Bears entered the playoffs today, and the Packers slip up at the very end and lose the one seed. Too many weapons in Green Bay. Yeah, I and I totally agree. And I'm not going to tell anyone they're wrong because I, <laughs> it's all me. But I I can't I can't give you roster. All I can tell you is how I feel about the team. I, I think if any team has a chance against the Packers, it's at Soldier Field, cold day, which they're both used to. Both these teams. David Montgomery's been running the ball well. If they can keep the offense off the field of the Packers, it's got to be a perfect game. But I think the Bears have it in them. So you think the Bears win, and you think the Niners win. You're giving – I'm going to go on a limb and say you think the Saints are taking the one seed? Well, they're going to beat the Panthers, so I believe so. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll get right into that one. 11-4 uh, and four Saints with no running back today. No running backs today against the 5-10 and 10 Panthers. In my opinion, and I don't, we haven't heard this yet, I would completely get rid of Drew Brees. I wouldn't start him today. Just real quick, Jeff. Um, the Packers clinch the first seed with a win or if Seattle loses. So if oh, okay. Seattle, they still get the one seed. The Saints need Green Bay to lose and Seattle to win to get the one. I think the Packers will still have the one seed because of the upset. Connor, Brad must think the Browns are going to win too. Never. Never, Connor. I don't know if there will ever be a day where I can get on this podcast. I try to be unbiased. But I don't think I could ever sit here and look you guys in the eye and say, I think the Browns are going to beat the Steelers. I, I, I would never be able to do it no matter what, unfortunately. So – Keep that in mind when I'm talking about that game. But Steelers getting a dub, boy. Best believe that. I'm telling you right now. But Packers stay the one seed because the Seattle Seahawks get upset. Bears upset them. Saints with no running back. They do have a running back. You'll see Taysom Hill in the backfield. Taysom Hill will be all over there. They got that little, you know, you got the sugar spice and everything nice with Michael Thomas and Drew Brees yeah. and that. That chemical X there, that Taysom Hill, a little Powerpuff Girls reference, y'all. I'm throwing it back. But let's go. We're taking the Saints here. Roster, top to bottom. What position do the Panthers have the advantage? Correct answer is maybe one. Quarterback. <laughs> I'm joking. I, know, I, know, I, I know. like Bridgewater, though. I like Bridgewater. But, yes, definitely wide receiver. Absolutely wide receiver. And today, running back. <laughs> Offensive weapons are better today. Let's be honest, they are. Let's call let's call it a spade a spade. The Panthers have a better offensive day today than the Saints do. Okay. I got Panthers in a in an upset. Panthers in an upset. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, they might. You're taking the you're taking the Saints. I'm absolutely taking the How Saints. How do they do it? How do they win? This Defense, I don't think the Panthers are going to move the ball very well. I still think even without Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, you're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill packages, a lot of different movements. Jared Cook has a big day, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I, 
they have a game plan. They they've known Kamara's out for three or four days. They know what they're gonna do. Still believing in Drew Brees to dissect a, a a weak young defense of the Panthers. Okay. Um, this is all on Drew Brees. Give him a few backups. He'll be all right. Okay. Saints go up two touchdowns. How are they icing the game? It'd probably be a lot of short passes. Latavius Murray, Taysom Hill. Latavius, Latavius Murray, Murray is out. They don't have any running backs. What's wrong with Latavius Murray? Their entire running back core is the exact same thing as the Broncos quarterback oh. core. They can't start any because close contact with Alvin Kamara. They don't have any running backs today. You'll see. They, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. <laughs> Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill on read option. Quarterback yeah, but, draw for a yard. Hey. Hey, oh, I I just I like the Panthers in an upset. I yeah, think it's too I, much. I think I think yeah. this game we're gonna appreciate the running running back. I've of called the some upsets today too. I'll let you have this one. Yeah, I mean we got you know, all you we got Panthers. the Panthers. I three all losing today. Screw them. They suck. They suck. I, I need this as a Panthers backer this year. I've tried to back them all year. I need them to go out on a limb for me and beat a team. That nobody's giving them a chance to beat, so just beat them. Let me let me feel good about the Panthers going into the off season. Um, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be loud on Facebook if the Panthers take this dub. You know it, you know it. And in the off season, man, I'm 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 dude. The Panthers. If you're a Panthers fan, I don't think there's any single Panthers fan in this group. But if you're a Panthers fan, you have to feel good about what you've seen at spurts of this year without Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't know. I just like this team. I like what they're doing. Matt Rule is a program builder, and he's building one here. All right. We're here. It's the showdown to determine the NFC least. Okay. The 6-9 and nine football team of Washington is at the 4-10-1 Eagles of Philadelphia. If the Washington Redskins oh, – wow. I just did it. If the Washington football team defeats the Eagles, they are in. They will host a playoff game. If they lose, the winner of the Cowboys-Giants game from earlier in the day will seed and take over the spot to host the playoff game. You already gave your prediction. I already gave mine. But what do you think happens in this game? Obviously, we're both taking the Eagles. I think uh, Jalen Hurts' legs are going to be able to help him a little bit against this front seven of Washington, which is absolutely nasty. Um, I think that's where the game's going to be determined. Can Jalen Hurts not turn the ball over? Um, But at the same time, Washington, I think they're rushing back Alex Smith. Philly's resting everyone. I haven't heard any of that. Is that true? So Philly does not have Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, in Miles Sanders. This is true. And that changes every um, new knowledge. Just trying to take it in. Um, Washington, Washington. If, if Alex Smith doesn't get hurt, because I know they're kind of pushing him in early with this calf. If Alex Smith plays from start to finish, Washington wins this game and and right. goes into the playoffs. But he won't. Because I agree with you, but he won't. I I didn't know with with those pieces out. I don't. I like Washington to win the game. Then I think Washington's front seven is so nasty. But I 
I got Washington. See, I, I... Connor Phillips going to have a good day. I think they run the ball a lot because they're going to be cautious of turnovers. And they but, don't want they don't want Rivers hurt. But Philip Rivers throws a lot of screen passes. Nareem Hines is is a pretty good scat back. T.Y. Hilton seems like he's finally full healthy in the past like two years. He's playing out of his mind. They like that Pittman. I, Philip Rivers is a good play today if you're talking fantasy. But I think Philip Rivers is gonna have a good day. I think Colts roll. But um, keeping it to this game right now. I I I'm. I just think the Eagles win. I mean, at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts still wants to show that this team made the right decision, so he's going to play his ass off today. Um, Washington's front seven is great. It really is. I mean, their defensive line is probably the best in the league, If I mean, as far as the total of defensive line. Um, I don't know. I just uh, – Washington doesn't have enough to get it done. I think Philly will get – I think Philly will get it done. And I, I don't think- know. Maybe. Maybe if the Cowboys win, maybe Philly throws the game. They're like, fuck this. We're not letting the Cowboys in. (laughs) That that would be fun and dandy, but look. That's true hatred. That's true hatred. Their true hatred, they already beat the Cowboys, you know, or no, they didn't. Cowboys beat the Eagles. Okay, yeah. I don't even remember. Well, I'm talking just recently, but I don't think that's a thing. Um, I think everyone tunes in because it's the last Sunday night football game before the playoffs. There's a lot of implications. All the Ohio State fans want to see their boy Chase Young. And I think this front seven destroys Philly. I don't think Jalen Hurts in college or in the pros yet has seen a front seven quite like this one. The Eagles lead the league. I think it's like in 16 weeks they've had like 14 or 15 different offensive line combinations. I've seen I've seen the Steelers, I've seen the 49ers in the last few years, like this year, last year, and even the Bears a couple years ago, simply win games just because their front seven overwhelms offensive lines. And I think that happens here today. I Jalen Hurts doesn't have too many plays that go the way they're supposed to. Um, we'll yeah. see what he can do. And, you know, I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I like him. I like the storyline of Carson to Indy, although that would be bad for our Steelers and Patriots. Um, there's a lot of storylines here, but I'm just trying to look at this Washington team, and I think that they have the edge. Just with Fletcher Cox out, I think they have the edge on offensive line and defensive line today. I think they win in the trenches. Just off field position and easy points, I think that the Washington football team is going to be able to take this game. It's going to be anticlimactic because it would be cool to see one of the you know, Giants or Cowboys make it in, but – yeah. I think Washington. Well, I'll be putting a, I'll be putting up a poll momentarily. Who wins this division? I would love to hear from everybody. And uh, obviously, if you take the Giants or or Cowboys, you're assuming the Eagles are winning tonight. If you're taking Washington, you're assuming Washington's winning tonight. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, wow, we're an hour in, like we always are. It's the end of week 17. It's here. Uh, hell of a run this year. Uh, it's been a lot of fun you know i think it was week two we started the live podcast i thought we no i thought we did week one but then we had to take week two off okay yeah i think that's what it was so we've done 16 of the 17 weeks and uh we've gotten great numbers you guys coming in i i know uh 
maybe some of you have other stuff to do or maybe while you're waking up in the morning eating breakfast you toss us on or some of you guys look forward to it during the week but um gosh this is the last live can't wait to do them next year i hope you guys keep listening to the podcast you know we're going to start doing some more basketball uh we're going to still have some of our other things about the playoffs here but i mean this show doesn't work without you guys coming in here will just popping in here at the end you know you guys all have been fantastic and the facebook page and this keeping it local you know everyone you know meeting new people getting to see different opinions just makes the football season all that much more fun and uh we enjoy it and we're glad you guys like it too absolutely i couldn't say it better myself i mean truly i mean through the uh the technical difficulties through the uh you know the week that we had to miss um through you know the good and bad of, of your teams um people have still jumped in and for that we're super appreciative uh you know i put out a post the other day on, on new year's day and um i had this crazy idea that somebody brought to me and um i'm just like what if and I, you know i started this podcast and I, and I podcast and i brought brad along and and brad's equally as passionate as i am and then we both had this idea like what if we started a live show on sunday before football what if we had the countdown show that you guys wanted to watch and um i i couldn't be happier with the success i know brad uh, thinks the same um and for all your guys support gracias thank you so much and uh we'll, we're gonna do some live shows here in the off season we'll find something um because these are fun you guys you guys pop in and, and enjoy them and um we've definitely had uh, a cast of characters throughout the entire season jump on and defend their teams and and call spoiler alerts and um keep us in check for our favorite teams and we we enjoy that so yeah if you guys uh i know you guys are all watching like the podcast um try and every once in a while when you're on facebook try and send some invites to the group out to people we're at 154 i believe i I, i've seen that the other day and i was flabbergasted thank you again for that note for those numbers i mean try and ask for 130 and and uh, even if you guys, if you guys listen on Spotify or Anchor and listen to the audio of our podcast, um, if you hop on YouTube and give that button a subscribe, you know, the bigger it gets on there. We've had, we've had one guy who, who neither I or Jeff know, a completely random guy, you know, comment on us and talk to us on our YouTube page, which is really cool for us to see, you know, it's, it's kind of just out there and, you know, it's a start for us and getting those numbers up. It's always fun to see it keep growing and. Like I said, we've had a few first-time listeners even today. You know, Nate pointed out he wishes he would have been here sooner. So it's fun. It's growing. We're having fun. We're getting more comfortable on the camera and what we need to talk about. You guys are interactive. And, gosh, I I can't say enough. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. Well, uh, keep a lookout for the polls today. Thank you again for an absolute fun season Um, from Brad and myself and The Real Talk. um, It's been real. As always, go Patriots. <laughs> Later, guys. Go Steelers.